Come on. She's strong. She is powerful. She is Lindsay Phillips. She is the CEO and captain of Smooth Sailing Business Growth, an entrepreneur, podcaster, and content marketing expert. I'm excited to have you on. Lindsay, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm in Canada, but of course I work with um, mostly Americans. Um, yeah, I just feel like American for some reason is more entrepreneurial than Canada. Not sure why on that, but I do have a passion for helping entrepreneurs uh, grow their business. Honestly, I feel like most of my clients are really good friends. I absolutely adore them, and it's the relationship part of business that I love. And have a couple of kids. We just got a dog this past year. I never thought I'd do that, but here I am. <laughs> and um, just try to be outdoors as much as I can when uh, when I'm not in front of my computer. Nice. What kind of dog did you get, and what is the dog's name? Uh, she is a border collie and mm. her name is Maddie. She's super sweet. Maddie, the border collie. Now don't border yeah. collies have a ton of energy? She does, but she's not a morning person, much like myself. <laughs> okay. Um, so she's pretty chill in the morning and just likes to snuggle. So I'm um, like, that's good. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. That sounds like, a, keeps, sounds like and a... it keeps us busy. Yeah. Nice. All right. Perfect. So the world of podcasting has certainly exploded. I'm immersed in it um yeah and it's this it's this amazing medium how are how, how are you helping and, and 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 working with folks around podcasting yeah podcasting i remember when i first um dove into it a number of years back and my business coach is like you gotta do videos you gotta do a podcast and i was like i'm scared to death so. <laughs> <laughs> um and it you know took a little bit um, but the surprising thing for me is that it allows you to meet so many people and network and build relationships. And I wasn't really anticipating that, um, which I love, but what we do for clients is obviously podcast launches because there's so many moving parts when it comes to launching a podcast and the timing and all the different pieces. Um, and then ongoing, we do podcast production and uh, consulting, um, leveraging uh, the podcast further for more content. And even, George, those that are podcast guesting, um, making sure that they are leveraging those podcast episodes so that they are they have a ton of great content and they're building their authority through it. Nice. So it's not just enough to, to, to be a guest on a podcast. There yeah. are more steps. Absolutely. So walk walk me through that because um, I certainly um, when when I am a guest on somebody else's podcast and and let's just just go through an example of of what's how I should think about that and, and then when I get the links what what I should do with it. Absolutely. I know it's amazing um, how many missed opportunities there are. Right. I mean, as a guest, um, you know, once it goes live, I mean, honestly, there are so many opportunities or so many times where I've seen hosts actually not tell the guests that it's gone live. Um, I've had, it's true. I've had clients where they're like a guest on a ton of shows and I'm like, whatever happened to that show? And um 
she's like, I never heard from the host. Um, so, of course, now we track for clients um, who are guesting um, not only what shows that they've been pitched on, but um, just making sure that they don't fall through the cracks, right? Sometimes they go live and no one's the none the wiser and sometimes it it got postponed because you want to make sure that you're in your time and your investment and the opportunity is is leveraged so once we track it we make sure to that the episode is also on your site so if you're a guest um Yes, you're you're sharing their content and you're driving traffic towards the host's, you know, website and so forth. But you can also use the content for your own site. So, for instance, I create a post um, on my site with the image that the host provides me. I put the show notes in there. And if the host doesn't provide show notes, then I write my own. And then um, obviously link to the host's page. Sometimes, you know, you get a YouTube link or a Libsyn link or a website link. Um, And just making sure that's in there. And don't be afraid to add more content to that page, right? Like more tips that maybe you have from a blog or something else or a video that relates. Um, And then putting a call to action on that page. And um, so that you can convert that listener to onto your e-list. And then... I don't know if you notice this, George, but I find a lot of times when people are a guest on a show, they might put out one post that, you know, woohoo, I was on the show, and then that's it. Yeah. It's like, it's such good content, right? Like, you've, you have so much to share as a guest, so many great tips that will help people. Um, like, get it out there, you know, send an email to your list. Um, Make it an article on LinkedIn. You know, if you're a part of Medium or Bigger Pockets or other sites like those, don't be afraid to create, you know, a quote unquote like blog post that features it. Um, and even, you know, once you do share the post that you've created on your site, share it multiple times. Um, you know, that content for the most part should be evergreen. Um, so don't be afraid to kind of recycle through the those um, episodes that you've been on and then do you still have time because I have a really good tip for leveraging it even more of course perfect Um, so of course within any podcast episode whether it's yours or you're a guest there are so many little nuggets of wisdom that you know has been shared and so I call these snackable bites so you you can actually pull out these little pieces and use them as a social media post. So for instance, even what I just said now, I can make a social media post to say, you know, use little nuggets of wisdom that are in your podcast as separate social media posts. So it doesn't have to link anywhere. It's just like a standalone tip. You can make a meme, a quote graphic, whatever that is. Because there's lots of little like statistics or questions or um, strategies or tools maybe that you've mentioned that you can just like splinter and make, you know, a ton of extra social media posts that relate to that podcast. Um, So, yeah, just another way to whether you call it splintering or get snackable bites or leverage it. um, There's tons of content in there that you can use. Yeah, well, that, that that certainly does make sense. And as 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 you're sharing, 
um, sharing all this great information. I'm sort of thinking to myself of just times that I've been guests on podcasts, and and I it's it's more it's more of a sort of a random thing for me being guest on others than mm-hmm. it is like like a strategy. So I definitely do not take advantage of everything you just described, um, just because it's not a system that I have. So that's it, right? M- that's the, that, that's the perfect word, George, is a system. Like if you have a checklist of all these things that you always do when you're a guest on a podcast show that – and if you have a team or you know a company that just does it for you, then you don't even have to think about it. <laughs> it just gets done. Right. Um, then that's you know pretty great too. So that is like everything else. If something is a problem, you need to make it a process, and that's not a problem anymore. So just coming up with a system for – because I certainly should be turning all of my all, all all my guest appearances into a blog post, and I should turn them into these snackable bites that I can post on social media, um, which just seems overwhelming until you have that system in process and 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 and, and you have that checklist. So. Absolutely. And really, like, if you think about it, not only are you, uh, you're showcasing yourself as the expert, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I've been in the same boat, George, you know, when you're a, a podcast host, it's more about the guests than sharing your own expertise. Um, but when you're a guest, it gives you that opportunity to share your expert you know, what you know and your knowledge and and serve people. And you want to showcase yourself as an expert and build your authority um, platform. You want to be seen as the go-to person, um, as the authority figure in, you know, whatever your superpower is um, and, and leveraging that episode that you are guesting on allows you to do that. Um, and also just gain exposure, um, especially if you're tagging the, the podcast host in some of the posts. You may, you may not want to do all because you may drive them crazy. But <laughs> um, if you tag them in some of them, then you're also putting yourself in front of somebody else's audience a little bit more often. And you might grab their attention. So you're going to uh, increase your visibility and exposure, which is obviously key to business growth. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. So for people who are listening and they say, okay, that, that, that all makes perfect sense, but how do I, mm-hmm. how, how, how do I get on podcasts? How, how, how do I know that I'm going to be a good guest? Uh, there are, yeah, I mean, this could be a, a podcast episode right. on its own. <laughs> but um, being a good guest is making sure that, um, you know, you are giving some actionable items. Um, I love concrete little tips that you can just take and run with. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I can implement that tomorrow or next week. Um, I find that super helpful, um, you know, not being salesy. Um, and making sure that you're communicating with the guest hosts and giving them everything that they need to to succeed on the show. But in regards to getting on a show, I mean, there are a ton of um, companies that that's what they do. They find uh, podcast shows that are are fit for you, right? That you're going to be able to speak to your ideal client and your perfect audience and then they pitch you and obviously having a one sheet is key that shares your your expertise um, your credibility um, what you do and but even on that one sheet making sure that you're sharing what your potential topics are and even go so far as to share 
are some of the questions that the host can ask because then your the host can envision what that podcast episode could be like and also how you would serve their audience so it makes it easy for them versus them doing the research and trying to figure it out themselves. Um, I mean, you can pitch yourself by all means. Just make sure that the email that you're sending it's not all about you and why you want to be on the show. It's how you can serve their audience and what actionable tips that you can give them that they're like, ooh, yeah, my, my community would love to hear about that or I would love to learn about it. Um, so you're always looking at it from the host's perspective. Yeah, that Does certainly that makes help? sense. Yeah, for sure. And then in terms of, of – if 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 that's me and I say, yeah, okay, well, I think I'd be a good guest on podcast. I, I enjoy listening to podcasts. I think I've got a good message and, and I can bring some actionable tips that, that will be of value. And, and and I can certainly put together the the one sheet or I can go online and or I can talk to Lindsay and she can help me to do that. How do how 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 do you coach people to think about a strategy for then guesting? Do you say, Okay, we want to get on ten podcasts, a hundred podcasts? What is that what does that normally look like? It's different for everyone because everyone has a different um, bandwidth of time, but also looking at like you can't necessarily have five strategies running at the same time. Like right. if you're doing launches, if you're working on a book, if you um, are doing webinars, like there's only so much someone, you know, you can do sure. and plus you don't want to saturate your audience. So it's kind of thinking about, okay, what maybe three pillar strategies are you doing in your business in the next year to propel your business forward, whether it's attracting more leads, converting more, because everyone's at different points in their business, right? Like, you know, earlier on, my goal was to build my authority, which I have done. Um, my goal, you know, now might be to attract more leads so that, you know, the numbers in my community are higher. So depending on your goal is going to depend on which um, strategy you're going to work with. If you are going to be guesting, I mean, I think there's a great bang for your buck, so to speak, in, in guesting because you're building your authority, you're extending your reach and your exposure. And especially if you are sharing a lead magnet of some kind, then it's a great way to, you know, grow your e-list. And there are ways, and we have a tracking system, but there are ways to track which podcasts you're on are getting the most ROI and are actually getting leads. I actually had a client that was, uh, she's a tax coach um, and profit coach, and she was on I can't remember the type, but she was on all these podcasts and she totally wasn't getting any leads. And then, so we switched gears. She had, did have a company that was booking and then she got on, um, I can't even remember. Let's just say it was finance podcasts. And then she was on those and she was getting a ton of leads, but they were like, for lack of better terms, they were like tire kickers. So they, mm. they never converted to actual clients. So then we switched gears again, and then we were on, you know, the, whatever the other kind of podcast was. And then there were less leads, but the leads that came in converted to clients. So that was key because you can't just, like, throw spaghetti on a wall and hope it sticks. You can't just be on, like, you know, fire hose and be on a bazillion podcasts because, A, you might not get the leads or the leads that you aren't getting aren't ideal. So what's the point? Um, so 
you kind of have to be strategic in it, you know? Yeah, well, that certainly does make sense. And, and to be able to test it and to mm-hmm. then track and, and, and to sort of change gears or, or pivot and just realize, okay, this is, yeah. this is really where my message is, 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 is resonating most. You, yeah. you, you mentioned sharing a lead magnet. I mean, the whole idea here is that you want to do all those things. You're extending your reach, you're building your authority, and, and hopefully you're actually going to be taking on new clients. It, it's 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 all those things what do you do you have a favorite way for a podcast guest to go on the show and not to be too salesy but to say hey check out my website check out this free download do you have a favorite one i do prefer offering something specific so um for instance um, on my website, on my resource page, I do have a lead magnet that is all about guest podcasting and getting more OI and tracking. So in this case, you know, I do have a lead magnet that pertains to the topic that we're discussing today. So it's, it's almost like it's a natural next step for the listener to be like, Ooh, I'd like to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've listened to this podcast episode and I like the tips that she shares. Um, I want to get that thing. So kind of like being prepared and being intentional with your topics and the questions and what offer you can, you know, give the audience that makes sense. And then, you know, obviously taking that one step further is like, does that lead magnet naturally take the next person to um, a service that you offer that is going to then convert to getting uh, like a conversion and getting a client? Because I find, George, sometimes people will offer a lead magnet to grow the list, which is great, but there may not necessarily be a plan to take it that one step further to then convert them to a client. And now you're probably thinking, oh, man, I just wanted to be on a guest on a podcast. And now there's all these things I have to do. <laughs> well, that, that's that's just it, though, right, is is it's nice to, to have the desire to, to be a guest on a podcast. But without, you know, the whole strategy and, and mm-hmm. things that you can follow through, then you are not optimizing your uh, resources, Lindsay. So, exactly. Love it. Yeah, and then cause there's some people that are like, you know, oh, I've been a guest on podcasts for like months and I'm not getting any action or leads or, well, you know, let's figure out why and let's fix it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, Lindsay, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? For me, it's um, a lot of people feel nervous about taking the step of being a podcast host or being a guest. Like there's that imposter syndrome or, you know, I'm not as big and great as this person that I see on social all the time. And I felt that way too. And so it, it may stop someone from really taking advantage of this great strategy. And so for me, it's like, think about, how you can help someone like remember where you were back in the day if you knew xyz how much more successful you could be so like i hate doing videos they are nerve-wracking for me even though i'm like podcasting all over the place and so but i I just think okay it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter you know your voice or if you step on your words or if you're not perfect um just think about are you sharing tips that are going to help someone 
and that's all that matters. Like the rest will come. Um, so I find if you put lead with that, um, it feels more doable and you're more likely to take action. And it shows that you're authentic and people love that. They connect with you more. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Being vulnerable is is about as human as it gets because we all mm-hmm. have those feelings and have all had those experiences that you just laid out, certainly myself included. So I appreciate that. Get Lindsay, back. thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and how can people engage with you? You bet. So if they go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com slash free resources, um, I've got a podcast launch checklist, a podcast promotion guide, and a podcast guesting training. Um, so whatever you know, element of podcasting that they want to dive into, um, I do have resources to help them out. And and I'm always on Facebook, so you know, don't be afraid to DM me and ask me questions. I love helping people. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Lindsay your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Would you give us the website again, Lindsay? Yeah, smoothbusinessgrowth.com. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Lindsay. All right. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. I know how important it is for me to hit reset, to refocus, reprioritize, and even reprogram myself every quarter or so in order to make sure that my mind, my body, and my money are where they need to be. These days, we are all going hard constantly with so many demands on our time, our attention. And that's why I created the Strive Online Bootcamp to be able to take a step back to ensure that We're optimized in three key areas of our lives, our minds, our bodies, and our money. And I'd love for you to come with me on this two-week journey. You can click on the link in the notes of the show, or you can go to strivedetox.com. Check out the program. I'd love to have you a part of it.